Welcome to Divine Mercy Parish. We welcome those who are here in church and those who are joining us on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. I am Kathy Nisafaro. My lecture partner is Giovanni Scalmani. This is the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. This is also a holiday weekend. Hearing the words of the gospel, good teacher, what must I do? May we be attentive to Christ's presence in the Eucharist that we celebrate today. Please stand and greet our celebrant, Monsignor Joe. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We come together for the Eucharist today. We are gathered together in church, but also mindful of those who will watch the Mass that we record, that we are one with all, the, all in Christ Jesus. Recognizing our own need for God's mercy and God's forgiveness, we ask for that as we begin, that we celebrate these great mysteries well. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to life everlasting.
we are gathered in God's name. As God's people, let us pray. May your grace, O Lord our God, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after us and make us always determined to carry out good works in your name. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. I prayed, and prudence was given me. I pleaded, and the spirit of wisdom came to me. I preferred her to scepter and throne, and deemed riches nothing in comparison with her. Nor did I liken any priceless gem to her, because all gold, in view of her, is a little sand, and before her, silver is to be accounted mire. Beyond health and comeliness, I loved her, and I chose to have her rather than the light, because the splendor of her never yields to sleep. Yet all good things together came to me in her company, and countless riches at her hands. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, indeed the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, 
penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. No creature is concealed from him, but everything is naked and exposed to the eyes of him, to whom we must render an account. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your father and your mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, Then who could be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For human beings it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. Peter began to say to him, We have given up everything and followed you. Jesus said, Amen, I say to you, there is no one who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake, for the sake of the gospel, who will not receive a hundred times more now in this present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands, persecutions, and eternal life in the age to come. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have you ever met someone rich and famous? You know, while waiting in the land line at the checkout counter or the grocery store, I'm so fascinated at times by the tabloids and the headlines that they have there 
about the trials and tribulations of the so-called rich and famous. It might be about royal families, past presidents, actors and actresses, or such. I even recall, perhaps you do too, a TV series that highlighted the lives of the rich and famous and their styles of living, where swarms of paparazzi would follow them every waking moment, except to see, try to see if they could capture some morsel of scandal, miscue, or gospel. Now, with all the affairs going on in this world, the problems we face in our daily life, I have to ask, is that all they really have to think about and do? And if it is, it's pretty sad. And when you look deeper into their lives, beyond the catchy headlines that are across the page, look beyond that perfect smile, the elegant tailored suits that they wear, how often do you find out that they're not really that happy? They're deep and dark within their souls is some war with a demon and they're not at peace. And sadly, so many seem to wind up the same tragic end, be it Michael Jackson, <coughs> Judy Garland, or others that may come to mind. For how true are Jesus' words that in today's gospel, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to get into heaven. The question begs the thought though, what's wrong really with being rich? And what is Jesus really talking about? Now, given today's current economic and political climate, it certainly would be easy to go on a bandwagon, demonize the rich and even the famous. Few would doubt that greed and other misplaced values and priorities have contributed to the state of the fears historically over the centuries, and sadly, even today. And whereas we have seen the greed and ambitions of a few people, literally consumed the life savings of so many people. Whole businesses and nations, economies devastated, dreams of retirement shattered. And as a consequence, the honest hard work and enterprising owners will be administered for the efforts to capitalize on their efforts and their talents. And persons being dissuaded from standing out from the crowd for classroom because of their industry or achievements, meriting a merits that are viewed with a jauntous eye as privileged instead of simply blending into the invisible mass of mediocrity. An opposing challenge we all face to those who are blessed by God-given talents and treasures. Perhaps I believe the point of Jesus in today's gospel goes beyond then just being rich with money and other precious things. But it is a stark reminder to all of us that the price of discipleship is high and demanding. Given the wealth of talent and treasure he has bestowed on each of us in a very unique and special way. For as we know, it's a question then more of looking not only at the gifts he has given us and what we are doing with them, but for what end and for whom. When we look around, we are blessed to see that there are people with a green thumb who can scatter the little seeds and nurture them to great gardens and flowers and bountiful harvests that we can see and appreciate at our tables. Of some people who have a green eye that can take an idea, an abstract concept, 
or an investment of capital and turn them into something that could benefit millions of peoples and their lives. And of those who build a business and employees with tens of thousands of economic benefits who invest their time and talent in their trust. And others who have the keen vision and sense of mission that can inspire people's dreams and hopes and lead them to improve their situation for a better time and place and in this world and in the next. And people just like you who by your gifts of caring and listening bring comfort to those who are in need, who offer a welcoming smile to the stranger in your presence, and who generously share donations of food and talents however you can. The question then perhaps is not whether money or the money that we have, whether it be good or bad, or the question that talents and gifts we have or do not have, but the question more about what we do with them, and perhaps even more important, what they may have done to us. Now, I'm not suggesting any one of you should purposely become destitute, go living out the street tonight and sleep under a bridge. And I'm not suggesting anyone who is well off to, without cause, just throw away your money to the wind. Although I'm sure if you want to give a couple extra dollars a day in collection, Monsignor won't mind. But as Christ's disciples, the challenge is how we have accepted our responsibility to whatever time and treasures we have for the benefit, not just for us, but for others. Sadly, as we heard in today's gospel, the rich man could not embrace Jesus' call for a God-centered spirit of poverty because his wealth and possessions would hold him back. What wealth of excuses, reasons, hold you back? Is it time? Is it money? Or is it something else? My friends, let there be no doubt that Jesus' price for discipleship is high, but note that his reward for it is even greater. Yes, it may seem easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle and to respond to his call. But Jesus asks everything of us. But be assured, Jesus only asks for what we have and not for what we don't. May we use then the many talents and resources we have to build lives of purpose and meaning in this world and for the kingdom to come. May we pray for God's wisdom to reprioritize our lives in simplicity and humility, to shrink down our pride, to empty our swelled hearts of envy, to let go of all those things that burden and weigh us down, a friend recently reminded me that the Lord shows us the pathway to follow. It is up to us, though, to take those steps along the path to get there. May the Spirit then give us the strength, give us the courage to take those footsteps, to tread the eye of the needle that leads to the heavenly kingdom that awaits. Together we profess what we believe. 
I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became a man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Lord God, you fill our days with blessings. Hear our prayers, for we turn to you in our need. Let the church embody the word of God. Help all believers to know the saving power of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That wealthy nations employ new ways to help those in poverty care for all with justice and mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That we honestly come to a deeper understanding of our past history and that we truly desire to show respect to all indigenous people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We work for the safety of all facing the coronavirus by promoting safe practices and sound judgment. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. As we look ahead to becoming the parish of St. Paul VI, that we reach out to Catholics in Hampton with a desire to receive and welcome all and strengthen the domestic church. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the members of our parish who are sick and hospitalized, for those who are confined to home and can no longer worship with us, and for those who have died, Joseph Zemiro, Phyllis Cetarelli, Elizabeth Zeccarelli, Dolores Mercoliano, Mary Ellen Horan, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for Elizabeth and Alfred Jakubowski. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our own personal intentions, those written in the Book of Hope, all those on the angel prayer line. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, God of the harvest, the abundance of your grace inspires us to present these prayers to you. Hear them and grant them through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Let us pray that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to the Lord our God. Accept, O Lord our God, the prayers of your faithful people with these sacrificial offerings, that through these acts of devotion we may pass to the glory of heaven with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, creator of the world, source of all life. For you never forsake the works of your wisdom, but by your providence are even now at work in our midst with mighty hand and outstretched arm. You, as your church makes its pilgrim journey in the world, you accompany us by the power of your spirit and lead us along the paths of time to the joy of your kingdom. And so with all the angels and saints, we proclaim the hymn of your glory and without end, acclaim. You are indeed holy, and to be glorified, O Lord our God, for you love the whole human race and always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son, present in our midst, when we are gathered by his love, and when, as once for the disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, that is, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In the same way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice. 
he gave you thanks and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is a chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, Father most holy, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again. And we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of all blessing. Look with favor on the offering of your church in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us and grant that by the power of your spirit of love we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son in whose body and blood we have communion. And so having called us to your table, O Lord our God, confirm us in unity so that together with Francis, our Pope, and Leonard, our bishop, with all bishops, priests, and deacons, and your entire people, as we walk your ways with faith and hope, may strive to bring joy and trust into the world. Remember our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the peace of Christ, and all the faith whose, and, and all the dead whose faith you have you have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face, and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There, in communion with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs and all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Christ Jesus, your Son. For through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. hope and in thanksgiving, we pray in the words our Savior has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all that is evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin, safe from distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of the church and graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's help each other aside. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are we who are called to share in the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. This is a spiritual communion prayer for those viewing the Mass online. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Let us pray. We entreat your majesty most humbly, O Lord our God, that as you feed us with the nourishment which comes from the most holy body and blood of your Son, so you make us sharers of his divine nature. He lives and reigns forever and ever. Would you please be seated for a few moments? Uh, Monday is a holiday, and our office is going to be closed. And so therefore, though there will be a 7.30 Mass on Monday morning, um, we will not have adoration during the day. So we'll follow our holiday schedule. Uh, Monday evening, though, the Knights of Columbus are holding the Silver Rose prayer service. It'll take seven, at place at 7 p.m. in the church. Everyone is invited to be part of that. It is a service that honors Our Lady of Guadalupe, and, and you certainly are welcome to join us at 7 o'clock here in the church. Tuesday evening, the rosary will continue, and that will be at 6.30, and that will be here at St. Rita's Church. It will also be inside the church and that's sponsored by the transition team. So please join us if you can for the rosary on Tuesday night. Just a reminder that the decree on the creation of the new parish, St. Paul VI, it is in the bulletin uh, today. The summary's in the bulletin. If you want the whole de um, decree, uh, we put some by the uh, bulletins also, you can do that. But it is online on our website so you can actually read the whole thing there. So uh, please um, feel free to do whichever you'd like with that. Um, the, there is a flyer in the bulletin about our Thanksgiving food collection, which will be taking place during the month of October this year, so we can be prepared for that. And have you smelled the coffee? Hmm. Well, in the Donnelly Parish Center, there is coffee brewing and Sister Ruth Rosenbaum is here to speak with us um, about a cup of coffee and also some fair trade items that are downstairs. Sister Ruth. Uh, feels better without that. Good afternoon. My name is Sister Ruth, and I work as part of an organization that's called CREA, the Center for Reflection, Education, and Action. But really, around the world, everybody knows us as CREA. It comes from two words in Spanish, creer and crear, to believe and to create. And our challenge to ourselves and to everybody else is based upon how we believe, what kind of a world do we want to create. As part of our work on sustainable communities in different countries, we work with artisans and farmers to help them bring their products to market. We work with artisans and farmers from Guatemala, Haiti, El Salvador, Palestine, and depending upon the year, other countries also. One of the big challenges for them, even without COVID, is how to get their products to market for a decent price. And so there's a whole fair trade system that works directly with the artisans and farmers and brings things back to the U.S. and various countries in the European Union to help them really support their families. I was thinking when I came back from communion 
about one time when I was coming out of mass in Chichicastenango, Guatemala. And there was this woman walking out with me, and she said, oh, this is all in Spanish, but I'll say it in English. And she said, oh, it feels so good. I said, yes, it's really nice to start the day with mass. And she said, no, no, I mean, it's nice to have something in my stomach for the day. And what she meant was that because she had gone to communion for the day, she would have something in her stomach because her ability to eat or have enough money to eat anything else during the day really wasn't there. You know, there are some things that kind of blow you away, and so I invited her to come to breakfast with me. And I think of her often when people say to me, well, you say they're poor, but how poor? I don't know how you describe it. I really, really don't. I know you have a lot to do. We're all busy. I don't know anybody who's not busy these days, all right? But I would ask, before you go home, come downstairs and see the products that we have for sale. We buy them, we get them directly from the artisans and farmers, and they get the money right back. In fact, we have already paid for everything. So we're the ones who run the risk, but we can't buy the next set of stuff unless we sell this. We have magnificent Haitian coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, I guarantee you it'll be the best coffee you ever had, because you can make it as strong as you want without the acid kickback. We have Palestinian olive oil, absolutely pure, which is a collaborative between Palestinian farmers and women in Israel to help them get their products to market. And then all kinds of Salvadoran and Guatemalan artisans that make really beautiful things. And they say to me all the time, oh, sister, you could do this. And I'm like, no, I couldn't. And they said, oh, yes, you went to university. And they think somehow that if you can go to the university, you can do all of this. I challenge all of you who have ever been even to one course at a university to come downstairs and ask yourself whether you're able to do any of this kind of weaving and so on. Please keep in mind, fair trade is double gift giving. It's a gift to whoever you're going to give, whatever you buy, whether you keep it for yourself or you're giving it for Christmas or a birthday or whatever. But it's also a gift to the artisans and farmers, all right, who count on us and lots of others like us to bring the products to market. So please, I hope to see you downstairs. Be well. God bless. Thank you, Sister Ruth. Please. The Lord be with you. May our gracious God bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, other evil spirits, and prowl about the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. Enjoy the evening. Enjoy the holiday. Hope to see you downstairs. <laughs>